Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For everything Buccaneers, it, 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 it's Jolly Rogers and Touchdowns. Now, now. here's your hosts, Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. We got a 1 o'clock game on Sunday up in North Carolina, guys. And something else to keep in mind, it is a short turnaround week for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. After they play Sunday, they host the Ravens at Raymond James Stadium on Thursday for a primetime game. Probably, at least for the most part, a better primetime game on a Thursday night than you guys have been getting in the last few weeks. So, hallelujah there, right? Um but Kaylee, speaking of Leonard Fournette, speaking of this run game, you and I have talked about the many ways that this team needs to just step up, correct, figure things out, take opportunities where they can to get creative, maybe even experiment. I like to say get funky. Um, what do you want to see out of this team come Sunday, the offense versus this Panthers defense? Casey, I'm so glad that you brought up Leonard Fournette because that's my first point. something has to change. And I'm not saying that it's all on Lenny. Again, this goes back to what I said last podcast about sequencing. And that comes down to the coaches and strategy and team strategy. So this is not all on Leonard Fournette's shoulders. Leonard Fournette is a beast. And he, when he gets the space that he, that he needs he can go and he can wreak havoc and he can make plays. Mac but it is straight up embarrassing. Embarrassing that the fact that this Bucks team is the worst at the NFL in their run game. It is embarrassing, especially with a guy like Leonard Fournette. I mean, it it's I can't. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. And the fact that you have a guy that is such a strong and powerful runner that, that sees the field well, and that when you do give him the gaps, he can really, again, wreak havoc, make plays. The fact that you have that guy and you have the worst rushing offense in the NFL is pitiful. Mm -hmm. Pitiful. Hear me. It's (laughs) pitiful. Get on him. Something has to change. Well, Mm -hmm. what does that look like, Kaylee? 
What has to change is either the play sequencing, figure out a way to call the plays better, more timely runs, Mm -hmm. um, more opportunistic, you know, or right. Less predictable. That's an option. Probably Mm -hmm. should do that. Second, what has to change more creativity, get two backs back there, do a little bit of a, you know, I mean, I know it's Tom Brady, but like do an RPO, like try it, try it. Maybe even incorporate Rashad white a little bit since you refuse to dress out Keyshawn Vaughn. I don't know. I could be crazy. Oh, that's a great point. Casey, get other guys in the mix, mix things up, get more creative, have two backs back there. Give Mm -hmm. Brady some options. Give him some, get creative, make the defense wonder what is this Tampa Bay team going to do? Because mm-hmm. if you have Leonard Fournette back there, they know what you're going to do. And the offensive line isn't good enough yet to be able to just create space. If the other team knows what you're going to do, they're just not mm-hmm. good enough yet, which I know we're going to get into, but they're there. You can't just give away your plays. So get more creative along those lines, get other guys involved. Mm-hmm. What have we been calling for? Okay. Maybe a tight end slash fullback <laughs> type of position. I'm crying Somebody for it now. Go in there and block and really give Lenny the space that he needs to make plays and mm-hmm. to get some yards because 3.1 average yards per rush is again, pitiful. It's not going to cut it. It's no. not going to cut it for this level of team for what this team should be. So uh, there's another option in there and it kind of alludes to what I was talking about before. You could also work on your O-line. Yes, you can. Specifically, you could work on a guy like Luke Gedecky or excuse me, Luke Gedecky. Gedecky. I know. I hate his name so much. (laughs) Sorry, Luke. This is a guy who has the one of the lowest rated guards in pass protection. Um, and I know that's talking about pass protection and we're talking about run, but like, he's not good in the run either. Mm-mm. And Todd Bowles said that they need to assist him. And they do. He said, Luke is a big boy. He can take care of himself. At the same time, we have to help him as well. I don't think that you can line anyone up against pro bowlers and play most of the game one-on-one. I don't care if you're an all-pro guard. At the same time, he's got his to use his hands more, and we have to help him. We're going to do that going forward. So to, to break it down, get more creative. Do better at play sequencing. Add in some tight ends slash fullbacks. And, and really, you got to coach up the O-line. Yeah. And that leads you straight into your point. The O-line. Well, for starters, actually, it's such a great quote to drop. But for somebody who loves and respects Todd Bowles, I hate what he said about Luke Gattaca. <laughs> I do. It's go off. Like, Tell it me. feels like a crutch. It feels like a crutch. Anybody can go against a Pro Bowl or blah, 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 blah. Like, you can't sit there and look at film. And you'll typically see John Ledyard or Josh Capo from – well. John's not Peter Report anymore, but you'll see some of the PR guys post film 
And if you can see a guy like Donovan Smith pancaking pro bowlers and going one-on-one and toe-to-toe with them, you're giving Luke Gedeke a crutch there. You're enabling him. And do I think he deserves to be completely like crapped on as much as he's getting? No, he's a rookie. He's a young guy who was thrown into the fire. Who's who was expected to take on a, you know, a big load. And like I said, D line and O line, they're very underrated for what they have to take on play by play and snap by snap. I respect the heck out of these guys. The trenches is nothing to undermine, but when you're a young guy and technique is everything in the trenches. So when you're a young guy still trying to get your bearings in the NFL at NFL speed, and yeah, you're going against pro bowlers, it's going to be tough. It's going to take time for him to get better acclimated and stronger, if you will, because you need a whole different level of strength. You know, say something like that. Hey, Gedeke needs more time to get stronger, more time to work on his technique. We're going to work on it as a team, but don't throw out some BS like you're going up against pro bowlers and da-da-da-da. And you have other options on the versatile O-line that you have created and Jason Light has drafted for that you guys could potentially be using instead of throwing Gedeke into the fire game by game. So that just kind of felt like we didn't want to take that L. We're just going to sit here and say everybody needs to uh, help in. That's fine. Offensive line, they they function better the more in unison they are. And obviously, with Donovan Smith to Gadecki's left, he can help him. So I will say this with my point being the offensive line. Panthers' defense is ranked 32 according to PFF. Gross. They typically run a 4-3 defense, so that's a little bit more of an attack point for this Buccaneers offensive line. Um, Hainsey could have a better game. Uh, Gadecki... I can't speak to what kind of game he will have, but what I can say is that Donovan Smith can play a more supportive role versus this Panthers defensive line. Um, so I feel like it's also very timely that Todd Bowles said, hey, we have to help him out and did it up. Well, yeah, you can versus the Panthers. So now you guys kind of see why I'm going off about this crutch here. The two interior guys for the Panthers defense have racked up one sack total. So we're looking at hopefully uh, a nice clean jersey for Tom Brady on Sunday versus the Panthers. Now, what I will say before I go any further into this O-line is I'm never after last week, well, even after my scarring last year, I'm not going to go into any game underestimating a desperate opponent. Panthers are desperate. They have a lot going on. They just lost their head coach. You know, obviously this They've lost three games in. in a row, similar to what it was whenever the, you walked into the Steelers. Just yes. The only way. difference is they don't have Mike Tomlin, who's one of the greatest no. out there. But still, but still, you don't play with desperate teams. You don't play with the desperate person. Desperate people are dangerous. That's what my parents say. My parents are right about a lot of things. So with that said, going up against this this, this interior uh, defensive line of, for, for the Panthers, this can be a good learning curve for a Luke Gedeke, Um, a great pancaking game for Donovan Smith. Tristan Wirf should have a hey day versus Gross Matos. Uh, Gross Matos can come up, you know, with a, with a play here or there. But other than that, it's Tristan Wirfs who you want to talk about Pro Bowl caliber. That's that's him all day, and then obviously all American as well. So what I will say to add to your running game point, creativity point, and just do better is that how about <laughs> while Luke Gadecki is getting a crutch on his left side from Donovan Smith, instead of trying to typically run the ball on the left side over and over and over and over again, I know that happened to end up playing out well versus Dallas, but it hasn't really fared well since. So how about we run it to the right side, where you've got Tristan Wirfs, who's going to have himself a day versus Gross Matos. And um, yeah, let Lenny redeem himself. As he said, according to Instagram, he has to do better, get better in all the things. And let's see Rashad White get more action into the game. I will literally be so upset 
if we go to watch another game, Kaylee, away game, so turn on our televisions, and we see no creativity versus this Panthers team, and we don't see the two guys who have helped pave away two games ago not get more reps. Unfortunately, as I've mentioned previously here on Jolly Rogers and Touchdowns, we will be seeing more Kate Otten. I don't say unfortunately about saying more Kate Otten. I say unfortunately because of the circumstances. It shouldn't take Cam Brake getting hurt to see Kate Otten out there with more reps. Um, but that's why I say, unfortunately, with Cameron Brate being out and probably for a significant amount of time with a neck sprain, you're going to see Kate Otten step into that tight end one role, and it would it would be so beneath them to not actually play him functionally at the tight end starting position and utilize him. You have to start allowing this kid to build confidence and make plays for you in the middle of the field. If you don't put that weight on somebody's shoulders on this team, you're going to get eaten alive because you're taking on the Ravens, prime time, Thursday night, short turnaround week. Then you're taking on the Rams and then you're heading overseas. We know what big flights do to legs and all that other stuff to take on a Seahawks that you shouldn't discount whatsoever. Cause Geno Smith is probably having one of the best seasons of his life, regardless of the results on the scoreboard. So all that to say that this is a perfect game to really add a learning curve here. Let this offensive line have a big practice, have big practices this week and allow them to utilize this practice, build off of these practices to have a great performance versus the Panthers. So don't handicap Luke Gedeke. I'm not counting him out yet. While he might not be doing all that great. And, you know, look, I'm not that technical into O-line or statistical. Um, as I mentioned, there's a couple guys you can go check out who can give you so much in-depth things to look into and pay attention to while watching the Bucks, But I think that he's just being thrown in the fire and some people adapt that way. Some people don't. Some people offensive line wise, you don't see them step into their full potential until their third and fourth year mm -hmm. in the league, you know? So we could take it a little, I I'm going to take it a little easier on Luke Gedeke. Don't, don't, don't embarrass him by saying that he needs support along the line, teach him how to do better and figure out what he needs learning wise to put his hands in the right place to stay low in his stance, to be more explosive off the line and to play a dominant role so that he's not always relying on Donovan Smith, who, by the way, guys, isn't even 100%. He's nursing and doing a pain management of a hyperextended elbow. Mm -hmm. So that's the other reason why I didn't love that statement of, like, everyone supporting him. Your biggest support system is to your left side there, and he's not 100%. With that said, we're looking at two teams that are dead even nearly uh, when it comes to their run play percentage and their pass play percentage. This is an opportunity for the Bucks to step up in one category or the other, and this is where I want to see the pass game flourish. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. I will embarrass 100%. myself again. I will stand on my soapbox one more time and beg, beg for Mike Evans to have over a 100-yard performance because why mm -hmm. not? This is your chance to get your guy who's typically in the 1,000-plus yard category for the past eight seasons back in that category. This is that game. Find Mike Evans. 
utilize Mike Evans. The Panthers have just as extensive of an injury list as the Bucs do, and they have, I think, three of their secondary players on there with injuries, which means they're a little banged up, and the size matchup and, and even the skill matchup between Mike Evans and these guys, no. Use Mike Evans. Get that passing game going. Reestablish that chemistry and uh, that confidence between Brady and Evans, Brady and Godwin. Godwin took some pretty big hits last week, but thank God we've seen you know nothing in the injury reports, and we've seen no slowing down um, from him, and nothing came out of practices last week or practices yesterday, Wednesday. So that should be good news. But then also get K-Dotton involved. Get those tight ends involved. Use them and change up this game, which takes us to or back to Kaylee. Tom Brady, what does he need to do on Sunday? While I'm sitting here calling for the resurrection of Mike Evans' over 100-yard performance, where do you see Tom Brady? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, that's the point that you nailed on the head. I mean, that's my point. In addition to to figuring out something with the run game and and like you said, stepping up with the O line, getting other guys involved, you have to use the weapons that you're given, mm-hmm. and you have some explosive weapons that are really really talented in the passing game, and so you have to step up in the passing game. You have like you don't have an option. You need to do better there. So looking at some of the gradings for the wide receiving. Chris Godwin is ninth, according to Pro Football Focus, in the NFL as a wide receiver. Like, he has been your most productive wide receiver to date. You I think need- he's the Bucks' top PFF player, right? He is, yeah. Yeah. And so you need to continue to use him utilize him but that doesn't mean because here's what where Chris Godwin is really good he's really good at at making those plays and moving the ball Mm -hmm. where are your other guys good because they're also ranked fairly high on the PFF list let's look Mike Evans he has a 75.2 percent rating Julio Jones has a 72.4% rating. You need to get those guys in the mix. And now those guys are going to be maybe a little bit more of your explosive plays, right? Like look to those guys like, okay, let's say you run the ball on first down. Try something different on second down. Mm -hmm. Even third down, please. (laughs) Look to Mike Evans down the field. For more than 15 yards. Like, let's see what this guy can do because he does make plays. And Mike Evans is a guy that, like, he doesn't need as many receptions as Chris Godwin to get and to rack up those numbers, to rack up those positive yards. So I'm not saying you have to hit him every single time. You know, on third down, if 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 you get to a third down, maybe you don't because you hit Mike Evans on second down. But if you get to a third down, you know what? Go back to old reliable. Hit up Chris Godwin. Move the chains. Get that first down. But then look down the field and use a guy like Mike Evans. Use a guy like Julio Jones. Because here's the thing. When Brady is throwing for over 300 yards, according to Pro Football Focus, he has a 51, like he has a 51% chance of, of doing that in, mm-hmm. in this game specifically, like he should be doing that. But like, even the fact that it's only 
is kind of a bad thing. Like this is Tom Brady. Yeah, like, that was probably scared to give them too much credit this week. He should have a <laughs> he should have more of a percentage for throwing for over 300 yards. But the reason that he's not is because of play sequencing and because they're not moving the ball down the field very well. Mm-mm. And so again, it's just about like gosh, I just wish I could like be in the room with the coaches. It's just about taking Change a look. Right. Like it's just about like changing up the play sequencing. Don't keep doing things that are not being successful. Mm-hmm. And the way that you're running, not successful. The way that you're passing, not successful. So you ha- it, it, again, it's broke. You got to fix it. So <laughs> figure things out. Chris Godwin is super reliable on some of those short yardage. Six yards, go to Chris Godwin. Eight yards, go to Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. But like, if you want to try something different, if you're, if you, if, if like, if you're, if it's not going to hurt, go for a Mike Evans, go for a Julio Jones, like hit them down the field. Brady's updated passer rating is now under pressure is 48. That's not great. So again, it goes a little bit back to the O-line. And I think that this is in part why Brady doesn't have time to like hit a Mike Evans, hit a hit hit a Julio Jones down the field. This O-line has to step up. You have to get you have to give him a little bit more time. Um because like Mike Evans is fast, but he like he, he needs a little bit of time to run down the field if you're going to make those long plays. So Casey I really want them to step up this passing game. They have all of the people to be able to do it. Um, 